You're listening to SaaS Acquisition Stories, a podcast featuring the stories from both startup founders and buyers who have successfully gone through an acquisition process using MicroAcquire, the number one startup acquisition marketplace in the world. To date, MicroAcquire has helped hundreds of startups get acquired and has facilitated hundreds of millions in closed deal volume. Here's your host, Andrew Gazdecki. All right. I'm here with Dirk from SaaS Group. I'm super excited for this one. One of my favorite uh, private equity firms in the space. Um, so Dirk, with that said, uh, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. So first question uh, for those listening, um, could you give an overview of SaaS Group, um, what you guys do, um, mm-hmm. just any sort of background on the firm? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, a SaaS group. SaaS group has been founded about four years ago uh, by by three German serial entrepreneurs, um, and the idea back then was so they, they were doing angel investing in parallel and and uh, stumbled across so many bootstrap SaaS founders that were looking for an exit or or looking to take some chips off the table, um, and back then there were not many options for them uh, because um, often these businesses are too small for or were too small for strategic acquirers or uh, traditional private equity firms. Um, and they said, hey, there, there must be a solution for this. And with their, with their previous experiences, uh, with their previous firms, they thought they have enough entrepreneurial experience to help these people and uh, to, to provide a good new home for their businesses once they are looking for an exit. And yeah, that's how they actually started up with, with SaaS Group. Nice. Um, so how did, um, how did you get involved? In SaaS group? Um, more or less by accident, I have to admit. So um, as you may have seen, I have an engineering background and, and was involved more into hardware rather than software. Uh, so studied mechanical engineering, worked in the automotive industry, um, and then came to start my own business uh, during my master's degree, uh, which failed because of a lot of reasons. Um, and uh, yeah, I wanted to learn how to do it right the next time. And uh, that's how I came to, to join SaaS group. Nice. Well, you definitely learn a lot through failure, and I can say that from personal yeah. experience. Um, yeah, that's quite the resume, man. The hardware, worked on cars. <laughs> now you're yeah. now, now you're in private equity, acquiring companies. Um, yeah, uh, that's impressive to say the least. Um, how many um, startups has SaaS Group um, acquired, if I can ask? Um, so in the meantime, we've acquired seven businesses. Um, yeah. Nice. And then in terms of, um, let's say, you know, your, your sweet spot and what SaaS groups looks to acquire, what, mm-hmm. what does that look like in terms of like um, size industry? Yeah. So, so our focus is on, on businesses between one to 10 million ARR. So that's our revenue sweet spot. Um, apart from that, we are looking for more horizontal businesses rather than vertical niche businesses. Uh, but apart from that, we are very open to different kinds of products uh, and, and companies, whether they are growing, declining, profitable, or barely break even. So, um, yeah. Nice. So, um, if you could describe like the perfect acquisition target for SaaS Group for maybe mm-hmm. founders listening. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say, you know, a deal comes across your desk. Like what are like three things where you're like, yes, yes, yes. Like, I think, what, yeah, sorry. That's, that's a hard question, but um, I, I'd love to hear if you have any, 
Any yeah, I think the that? I think what's important to us is that the founder in the end feels comfortable handing over the business to us. Uh, so I think that's our ultimate goal. Um, and um, and yeah, that's what we are working towards too, right? So um, the perfect target is, um, I mean, we prefer if founders stay on board at least for a certain period post-transaction. So the perfect target would probably be a founder that is still ambitious, but identified some bottlenecks or um, yeah, sees that his or her skill set is somewhat limited, but he, he still is ambitious or she and wants to grow the business to the next level. And that's where we can come in and, and provide the resources needed and the expertise needed to, to bring this to the next level. So I think this is the perfect scenario. But apart from that, we are also open to, to full acquisitions where the founders walk away. Uh, so we are pretty flexible. Nice. And so last year we had a, a pretty crazy year with um, you know, acquisition activity in terms of just total M&A volume. Mm -hmm. um, for founders looking to exit uh, this year, what would be some advice you'd give them? Like maybe as they're preparing for an acquisition or mm -hmm. um, things they should know about going through an acquisition process, specifically with SaaS Group. Like what, what's like two tips you'd give founders? Yeah, so, so first, I think they should listen to themselves what exit option they would prefer. Um, because for example, with us, they have all of the flexibility so they can decide whether they want to sell 100% or maybe a majority first and the rest down the road. Um, so we, yeah, um, we structure the deal as it fits best for the founder's life situation and preferences, but there are other buyers that are maybe have, have deeper pockets or anything. So I think the, the founders should first listen to themselves what they are looking for. So are they looking to sell the whole business to start something new or take some time off? Or are there other problems that are just holding them back from growing or um, yeah, that make them feel uncomfortable in the current situation, but that could maybe be solved with, yeah, with a partnership, with a buyer like us. Um, um, because, I mean, we are not only acquiring companies, we can also help you find the right role within your company. Um, which means, I mean, I talk to a lot of very tech-oriented founders uh, and they usually don't feel comfortable managing people, taking care of operational stuff. So maybe you, you can relate personally. Um, and that's where we can also help um, so people can get rid of all the annoying stuff and can go back to their laptop and, and continue coding and go back to the things they are passionate about. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I, I think founders should, should listen to themselves and um, think about what they are looking for and then go out, find a suitable buyer. That's, that's great advice. I, I definitely um, recommend that. Just, you know, really understanding or having an idea of what your ideal outcome looks like. Like, do you want to sell the whole business? Do you want to, you know, maybe find a strategic partner um, like uh, a firm like yours? Um, so that's, that's really great feedback. Um, my next um, question would be, uh, and this is also a hard one, but do you have like a favorite acquisition story that you can share? I know it's one of those questions, like they're all probably your favorite, but um, is there one that um, kind of stands out? 
Yeah, so I mean, my, my main job at SaaS Group is to go out and find new potential targets um, that fit our portfolio and to talk to a lot of founders. Um, and uh, I try to engage with founders early on. So maybe if an exit is, is still far away uh, in the future, um, and I really like it if, if I start conversation, then maybe it's not a fit at that time. But um, yeah, we continue the conversation, maybe have some follow-up chats. And at some point, maybe one year down the road or one and a half, they come back and say, okay, we think now it's time. Let's, let's uh, dig a bit deeper and see uh, whether we can collaborate. Um, I think these are the best deals and uh, that happened with quite a few we, we already acquired. Um, I mean, the latest one is, for example, uh, Rewardful. Um, uh, I really like the two founders, and it was one of my first conversations I had when I started my job at SaaS Group, um, and we acquired them one and a half years later. Um, and uh, yeah, at the beginning, it was not a fit for, for different kind of reasons. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, um, we, we are working together. Um, also with Gitower, um, I think this was the the only founder I met in person, uh, because when I started my job, uh, the pandemic hit us. So uh, all of the companies we acquired in the meantime were over Zoom. Um, and uh, yeah, also like the tower deal because I could met the, the founder in person before. Nice. I really like that how, um, you know, it, it, it's also important for founders to realize it can take time to yeah. sell their company. So building those relationships in advance yeah, um, can be crucial. Um, so I, I really like that. Um, so yeah, just final questions. Um, you know, uh, with 2020, 2022 coming up, mm -hmm. um, do you have any sort of like, um, you know, predictions that you'd, you'd expect to see um, within acquisitions for this year? Like, uh, maybe it's going to be a bigger year. It's going to be a smaller year. Um, we're going to see a lot more people acquiring XYZ. Is there anything at all that's kind of on your mind? Yeah. So, um, I mean, in, in regard to micro acquisitions um, in general, I think um, the space is still in its infancy. Uh, infancies. So I think this um, there's still a, a great future ahead and, uh, platforms like yours are lowering the barrier for founders to find a suitable buyer or also for buyers to maybe buy a small business or a bigger business. Um, so this lowers the barrier for entrepreneurship and also acquisition entrepreneurship um, and to, to sell your business for a decent price. Um, and it's also great that you're, you're, I mean, I also like the educational aspect of, of your platform. So more and more people know what an LOI is and how they approach buyers, what they need to prepare, how an M&A process works. Um, and I mean, there are more and more no-code, low-code tools popping up, uh, which also makes it easier for people to start their own business, even if it's just a side business and earn some money on the side and then maybe um, grow it over time. Uh, so I think we will see even more of these um, micro acquisitions in the future and even more um, entrepreneurs that are uh, are starting businesses in this space. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Just with how, you know, you could argue, you know, building a startup has almost been democratized. You don't need to be technical as much yeah. anymore. There's no yeah. code tools. You can get to a certain place where, you know, no code turns into custom code as you want to build out more functionality to serve a different customer set. So, 
uh yeah pretty good time to be a founder um i got i got uh three more questions i didn't tell you about okay. um because i didn't want you to to know them in, in advance but um uh if you had to say um who's your favorite entrepreneur um who would it be um yeah i mean i i watched your previous episode so uh, oh, i know so the question ah. the question was coming uh, so, <laughs> so, so i'm prepared um I mean, it's it's no joke, and it's an, an honest answer to that question. Um, I really admire all of the founders that are that are bold enough to to start their own business. So it's not like that specific person, like Elon Musk or Bill Gates or yeah, whoever. Um, so I, I think um, every founder that is getting the day-to-day -day job to start uh, an own business. Um, or is building something on the side um, deserves respect. So, um, and uh, if if you want me to to drop a name, it's it's probably my boss. It's it's probably Tim, um, because he's a very successful entrepreneur. But he he's not going out and and telling everyone that he's he's a great entrepreneur. And I really like that. So he's very down to earth. Um, and uh, as you may have seen, he he also raised a. A climate tech we see fund in parallel now um, saw, so I he's did, involved I... in a in a lot of projects um, um because yeah the, the topic is very important to him and yeah that's what i really like yeah i i also admire tim and i i, I love your response too just yeah anyone just taking a risk you know and and yeah. chasing their dreams i i admire all those entrepreneurs too um yeah. so the second question i'm guessing you know um favorite book Getting acquired by by Andrew Gusecki. <laughs> okay, now we got a second favorite book. Um, um, the the book I currently started reading is Getting to a Yes, uh, which is a negotiation book. Um, apart from that, the the book that helped me a lot to understand the SaaS group model in the beginning is is Buy Then Build from Walker Dibel. Uh, I don't know if you've read it. Yeah. Uh, but I can completely recommend it. Um, uh, for for people that are looking to acquire a business or to understand the, the space from a buyer's perspective um so yeah i think these are are the books i would recommend yeah uh, that, that's actually um in, in my top 10 i would say in terms of acquisition books um well this has been um super helpful dirk i really appreciate you um taking the time if you know, founders are, you know, listening to this and they want to reach out to SaaS group to see if um, maybe they're a fit for an acquisition. Mm -hmm. um, what's the best way to get a hold of you, your team? Um, where should um, founders go? Yeah, so, I mean, the best way is to to reach me via email, I think. Uh, so you could just send me an email to dirk at uh, Um There's also a contact form on our website and you can also reach me over other channels like like LinkedIn or Twitter. Cool. So I'll put those yeah. in uh, the show notes. And um, so anyone interested in learning more about SaaS Group, which I highly recommend, um, definitely check yeah, it out. Yeah, we'll be uh, happy to have a chat. Yeah. And Dirk, uh, thanks so much for uh, taking the time. Um, I've heard just so much good stuff about you guys and um, really appreciate you uh, making the time. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, appreciate it. Yeah. My pleasure. All right. Cheers, Dirk. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of the SaaS Acquisition Stories podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, make sure to like and follow on your preferred channel. And if you know a friend or colleague that would benefit from hearing this conversation, please share it with them. For more information on MicroAcquire and how we can help you start conversations that lead to an acquisition in just 30 days, check us out at microacquire.com. We'll see you next time.